Welcome to the latest podcast from the Plastic Surgery Journal Club. Each month we review an appraiser journal article, typically from PRS, and summarize it for you in this podcast. The full journal can be obtained from the PRS website. Welcome back to the February 2017 Plastic Surgery Journal Club, coming to you from Sydney, Australia. My name is Damien Marucci. I'm here with Nick Tellum. Uh, the next patient, the next paper was late surgical site infection and immediate implant-based breast reconstruction. Uh, this is published in the January 2017 PRS. Uh, came uh, to multi-centre paper out of Boston, New York, and Ann Arbor, Michigan. Uh, so, Nick, what was this paper about? Look, the authors of this paper um, uh, looked at the national databases and um, they found that a lot of the research in this area has only been based on early uh, infection. Um, that being in the first 30 days post-operatively. So they wanted to see if there was any infections um, beyond this period. And so they investigated um, early and long-term infection rates in immediate implant-based breast reconstructions and um, tried to see if there was any predictors for infection. Um, so it was a large prospective multi-center cohort study. Um, uh, they uh, recruited patients through the National Mastectomy Reconstruction Cancer Study, which was a study conducted over five years uh, uh, with 52 plastic surgeons over 11 institutions. Um, and they basically examined uh, 1,600 implant-based breast reconstructions uh, in over 1,000 patients. Um, and evaluated them for early versus late surgical infections. Um, and what they found was that there was actually no significant difference between direct to implant and tissue expander groups in the rates of early, late, or in overall surgical site infection. Interestingly, they found that the majority of surgical site infection complications um, were actually in the late stage, so beyond 30 days, in both first stage and second stage procedures. Um, and I think this was up to 71%. Um, they also found that there was two predictors for late surgical site infections, uh, that being radiation therapy and an increased BMI. Yeah, I thought this was a really good paper. Um, uh, with most morbidity mortality meetings, we look at 30-day uh, infection rates, and this paper just confirms that when you're talking about implant-based reconstruction, whether it's direct to implant or two-stage, uh, that that just isn't long enough and also means that uh, you need to keep a closer eye on these patients for longer um, and uh, especially when you're doing the exchange procedure for a tissue explanter for an implant you can't just sort of see the patient at uh, four weeks and breathe a sigh of relief and think you've gotten away with it uh, you need to keep an eye on them for a little bit longer um, uh, i thought it was a very good paper uh, one thing that that wasn't clear uh, from the paper and obviously different institutions do different things in terms of um, antibiotic uh, management. Um, there has been a big push towards uh, going towards uh, 24 hours or even just single dose of intravenous antibiotics rather than prolonged antibiotics. I imagine that some of these patients may have had different protocols in terms of antibiotics. I imagine that the uh, authors would have controlled for that um, with their um, uh, with their uh, analyses, but um, uh, that wasn't sort of specifically mentioned. But other than that, I mean, I thought it was a fantastic paper. Thank you for listening. For more of our podcasts, head to soundcloud.com or subscribe to us on iTunes and search Plastic Surgery Journals. 
remember to like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Thanks also to the PRS Journal team for their ongoing support.